On this episode, we discuss a Galaxy's Edge attraction being delayed, a change in Supergirl's costume, Suncast checking out Area 51, and there's a VW electric microbus. Plus, we continue our annual tradition of talking about the stuff we spent way too much money on during Prime Day. This and more in this week's show. I'm Kier from Gallifrey Public Radio, a Doctor Who fandom podcast and part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows in the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. This is the official GunnaGeek.com show. Here, we're a bunch of geeks talking about geeky things. Each week, we run down the latest news and happenings in the world of geek. These are your hosts for the show, Steven. But what if I'm in the mood for a T-Swift story? Chris. I've heard the X is going to give it to you. And SP. That's how we roll on Gonna Geek on Monday night. We get crazy! Gunna Geek Productions presents the official GunnaGeek.com show. This here is episode 295 of the official GunnaGeek.com show. I am here with the wonderful, the fantastic, the Chris Farrell. That's right. I'm here repping NASA with my NASA t-shirt because I'm all about the real NASA, not SNASA. That's true. You are about the real NASA and not the SNASA, and none of us are really about the SNASA except for the vice deputy, I almost said that correctly, uh, Suncast, who is here filling in for SP once again. Oh, crap. Hey, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, what am I going to have to do? Fire lasers back at you from the moon? Yes, that's true. And from Mars. I demand Mars as well. SP is away again this week. I uh, got that summer vacation thing going on, which uh, for those of you who have not had the luxury of talking to SP about his previous week's vacation lakeside, uh, hit him up. It's at Stargate Pioneer on Twitter. Uh, tell him that you heard that he just relaxed and, and chilled out the entire time and that it was just easy going uh, with no manual labor at all, you know, ask him about it because I, I tell you, he did nothing this past week. Hey, Stephen, how do I get a hold of him on Facebook? All right, so let's start off with a piece of news that is disheartening to some, and by some, I mean Chris Farrell. Like, I'm not exaggerating at all when I say that for the last, I don't know, 24 hours since this news came out, we have been constantly in touch with Chris Farrell, making sure that he's okay and making sure that he he has a friend to lean on. He's heartbroken. What is this all about, Chris Farrell? I didn't find this news till like eight hours ago. We knew that it was going to happen, though, because, you know, that the whole... So you were prepping. Yeah, the whole SNASA time travel thing, we, we were prepared for this. We I just see. didn't carry a one. That's what it was. That, that works. That works. So if you guys were not aware, uh, Walt Disney World and Disneyland are op- have just recently opened Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. There are two rides. There's the Smuggler's Run ride, which is currently open in both locations, in which you get to fly on the Millennium Falcon... Two people get to fly. One person gets to be the gunner and another person, the engineer that repairs things. But there is another ride called Rise of the Resistance 
that is supposed to be coming soon? Well, maybe not as soon as we thought. Word came out that if you were hoping to go and ride the Rise of the Resistance ride in Disneyland this winter, it's uh, not going to happen. They've pushed it out until January 17th, 2020 for Disneyland. But have no fear. If you want to go to Orlando and to Disney World, it will in fact open on December 5th, which is coincidentally Walt Disney's birthday. I think that is an odd coincidence, but probably done on purpose because in because uh, Disney likes to brand things a lot. So if you're not sure what the uh, Galaxy, excuse me, Rise of the Resistance ride is, there is some background that the executive producer of Galaxy's Edge, John Georges, told ABC News earlier, saying it is an epic battle between the First Order and the Resistance and culminates in a face-to-face confrontation with Kylo Ren. The experience promises to blur the lines between fantasy and reality, transporting guests from a ready room to the cockpit of a transport ship. As the ship begins to fly, the floors begin to shake to simulate the sensation of takeoff. Later, guests will then be separated and thrown into jail cells for questioning. And from there, it's every man for himself to evade the First Order. So it's supposed to be a fairly in-depth ride with some crazy interaction with the cast members. And what probably has a lot of fans interested is confrontation with Kylo Ren. They have billed this as one of the most technologically advanced and immersive attractions that Disney has ever done. And let's be honest, Disney Imagineers are crazy talented and put together some crazy stuff all the time. So for them to say this is the most immersive ride they've done, I'm super excited. And with that in mind, I don't think it's unreasonable to say, hey, we pushed the ride back a month and a half so that we can make sure things get ready. It's kind of a pain in the butt if you planned your holiday vacation around getting to ride both rides over at Galaxy's Edge, but necessary evil, perhaps? I don't know. What do you guys think? How bad is it that they're pushing it off a month and a half at one Disney location and not at the other? Well, I will say that I think that um, given how far out you have to plan for Disney, that it is a little bit of a disappointment. And I think people are justified if they're a little bit upset because they planned during this period where it was supposed to be open. Because it wasn't, as far as I know, it wasn't pitched as we should be open by this. It was a pitched as a we will be open by this. And so you are booking things like a year out for Disney if you want good hotel rates and good good airfare and things like that. So I, I don't think people would be unjustified to be mad about this. I think that there there is definitely some uh, validation in that. Validity, that would be the more correct term there. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you meant. I get the spirit of what you are saying, sir. Suncast, though, we know that you personally have no real reason to go on these because you are part of SNASA and you interstellar travel already. But hypothetically speaking, let's say that you were just one of us lowly people here who don't travel across the galaxy. Would you be a little disappointed to find this out if you had planned to go? I have so many issues with this. Uh, One is the fact that, like you said, you have to plan this stuff out if you want to get good rates. So you know what's going to happen as soon as they open these rides. They're going to jack up the prices even more than they already have. Yeah. That's what they're going to do. And it's and possible. I've heard a lot of people say that they've gone and that they're actually pretty underwhelmed. Oh, with the like, current yes, one? It's a, neat, it's a neat little experience. But overall, when you look at the big picture of, of Galaxy's Edge, it's actually fairly underwhelming. So I could see that being the case potentially because it's kind of small in comparison to, say, Harry Potter World at both the Universal Par- Studios where... They've created Hogsmeade, they've created Diagon Alley, they've recreated Hogwarts Castle, things like that. And they've created a super in-depth immersive world. By all accounts, they've done similar 
or Star Wars land, but it's not as big. It sounds like it sounds like we're talking a bit of a smaller space here. And with only one of the two attractions open right now, it's probably a bit less of a draw. Like if you go to Harry Potter world, there's five, six attractions, I think, between both worlds there, maybe even more. I'd have to count it out, but there's a lot more to do now. On the other side of things, maybe Disney's been a little smarter in pushing things back because if they're not ready and things break, you don't really recover from that bad PR very well. Let's go look and see what's happening with Universal Orlando with the new Haggard's motorcycle adventure ride or whatever it's called. They're getting blistered on the internet right now because now they're not opening until like 10 or noon some days because maintenance on the coasters a bit more than more than was expected rather. And the lines have been long. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. I kind of understand why they'd push it back because if they put a bad experience out there, people are going to get mad at them and they're also going to get mad if they push it back. So what do you do? I think in their case, the lesser of two evils is to delay until it's ready. Well, I mean, that's entirely possible. That, that's how it's all going to work on a lot of these things, I think. I'm sorry, but it's ent- way too freaking expensive to go to Disney World anymore. It's just like you're looking at like a thousand bucks. Easy. It's crazy. The thing is, though, like when you look at other alternatives for people who do vacations and stuff like that, things are expensive. And and Disney is pretty, pretty unique. But I, I want to back up a second here to what Chris said about like you, you, it being a double edged edged sword. And I actually agree. I think people are absolutely right to be upset if they have booked things planned on this. But I do think for the big picture of a business strategy. Disney probably is sensible to do this because what do they have to do? Maybe maybe they end up some people push us a little bit. They have to comp them tickets. Like, let's say that they're legally obligated. If it goes that extreme, I don't think it will. But let's say that that was the case. They're like, okay, well, we're going to give people some some uh, credit here or some free days or whatever. And that's still nothing compared to if they opened it and it was a disaster and it got bad PR. So I, I agree. I think from a business sense, it does make sense. However. Uh, people are right to be angry. They're definitely right. Especially you, Chris Farrell, because I know that you said that you were going to go next year. You told me that. You said that yeah, you next plan- year. It'll be open next year. You, this year. You said you planned to do it this year. You were going to be no, there and you were going to report on this very show. And now oh. the GunnaGeek.com show is a complete wait, failure wait. because of it. So they should probably pay the producer and the owner of this show big amounts of money because now the show is a, a failure. But but Stephen, I'd go to the one in Orlando, and it's opening on December fifth. Still, you said you were story. going to Disney World. Why would I want to go you to said, California? You said you were going to Disneyland. That's what you told me. California scares me. It's too expensive, and there's hippies. <laughs> You're a hippie, Chris Farrell. I I'm not a hippie. I'm afraid. I mean, look, do I have long flowing hair like a hippie? You would. You would if you could grow it. No, I'd have a long flowing beard. <laughs> Gandalf. Well, well, let us know if you were planning on going to this or if you're interested or if this sort of recent news has you a little bit less interested now. We'd love to know what exactly you have to say about all of the Galaxy's Edge. And no, we're not talking about a Samsung phone, uh, as was discussed in our chat room, which we do stream this live on Mondays at 8.45 p.m. Eastern at Geeks.Live. Let's move on to our next news point here, which for the video viewers will have a bit of a, a video 
Daily Double? I don't know. How does that all work on Jeopardy? That, that's trademarked. Is that that's okay? So sorry, a Daily Double Double. That's uh, that's probably also trademarked. But Daily Daily Double Double. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk about Supergirl because there are changes that come to Supergirl. If you weren't aware, the Supergirl TV show is still airing, contrary to some some very loyal fans still being less than impressed in recent years uh supergirl is continuing on on the cw if you weren't familiar about that supergirl originally launched on cbs i believe it was for season one to which when it was canceled uh it ended up getting moved over to the cw and since the launch of this supergirl television show it has followed a very similar costume outline to the classic iconic supergirl it was a sort of blue and red and gold super suit with a skirt. That's Supergirl harkened way back to the early days of Supergirl. Well, the lead actress, Melissa, can never say her last name. Go ahead, Chris. Benoist. Thank you. I can't say it. I can't say it. I screwed up every time. She posted on Instagram a picture of a new super suit that is debuting this season and there is no skirt it's got the same sort of gold belt that she had previously she does have a new haircut which kind of looks very similar to a crossover universe maybe she really liked that style on an evil version of herself or whatever uh it's got the thigh high boots as well as the uh the hand straps they're whatever you want to call them the uh I, what do you call those? There's this, there's the straps that are uh, <laughs> that go over your your hands. I don't know. I don't know. The, the, well, they, well, am I supposed to know that? Yeah, you are. You're supposed to know this. They really serve no purpose. That's what it ultimately comes down to. Is it really They're decorative and people like them? I don't know. <laughs> so it's got the arm straps, whatever those. They're the wrist straps, palm straps, whatever you want to call it. But there is no skirt to be had. Now, uh. Apparently, according to Melissa, go ahead, Chris. Benoist. She said that discussions of no skirt do go way back to season one. She said, we've been talking about pants since season one. Every time a writer from the show has come up and it's freezing cold in Vancouver, I'm like, guys, can I, can, uh, please, can I not wear tights? And then she goes on to say that they finally decided to do it this year. So the reason I wanted to go ahead and bring this up here, number one, was to see Chris Farrell and Suncast reaction as I tried to describe this costume terribly. It was priceless. If you didn't see it, head arm over. Arm straps. Arm straps, whatever. Head on over to goodygeek.com and watch the video view, view, the video side of things. It was quite good. Uh, but number two, to talk about the idea that this looks a little bit more Superman suit-ish now. Let's be honest. If you take a look at it, uh, yes, there are thigh-high boots. You have these palm straps and a gold belt, but really, like, shorten the boots a little bit, make them regular sleeves, and it looks like pretty much like Tyler Hoechlin's, or however you say his <laughs> name. Again, we got criticized on that. His version of Superman that we saw on Supergirl as well. So I think that they probably did consider this early on. I, I do believe they probably did. I think they probably decided to go skirt for a few reasons. Number one, to differentiate itself to the general public. But two, I think that it's because they probably weren't allowed to at the time 
resemble anything Superman when they launched this. Because remember, this was launched on CBS. It was supposed to be way bigger than any of this DC stuff and even or CW stuff. And the CW stuff was also painted into sort of boxes back then. Uh, Supergirl premiered in November 2015. Man of Steel was 2013. And Batman versus Superman was 2016. So Supergirl basically debuted right in the middle of when they were really trying to grow their Superman on the big screen. So I think that they never, ever would have been allowed to have resembled Superman this much because of sort of the things that we saw in Arrow where they were making people, uh, you know, characters get caught and really differentiate themselves. Chris Farrell, what's your thoughts on this? I know that you're a big Supergirl fan. <laughs> That's why I haven't watched the last two seasons, right? Uh, but in all seriousness, uh, this suit reminds me a lot of the new 52 Superman suit now that I look at it again. And it suffers from the same problem it has. Now, the suit's fine. I have no great heartburn with it. But the same problem they had when they went to the New 52 was they had to get rid of Superman's red trunks because it looked like he was wearing his underwear on the outside of his suit. And by getting rid of the red skirt here, you've just got a lot of blue in this suit. There's a lot of blue that's broken up a little bit by a belt, but it's just very blue. And and maybe it's just going to take some getting used to. But whether you like the skirt or not, there was a lot of red there that helped kind of break up the vast sea of blue that is the Superman suit. And like I said, it's the same problem they have with New 52 Superman. I don't really have great heartburn with it. I just kind of wish they had some way to break up that giant body of blue. You know, that's a really good point. And I couldn't figure out what it was that this reminded me of. And that is absolutely what it reminded me of was our discussions on the Fanboy Buzz podcast way back when, when we were talking about the New 52 Superman. You're right. It totally looks a lot like that. And it's a lot of blue. Um, there is does looking at the Instagram picture, which is not really like a, a I don't know a promotional picture or anything like that. It looks a little bit makeshifty. It's not really refined. There seems to be some texture in the actual blue. So who knows how yes. that'll translate once it's lit a little bit better? But yeah, it does look like a lot of blue. I think you nailed it there. What's in her hand? I think I don't think it's anything. I think it's just like those sleeves that extend over the hands that are like fingerless glove sleeves or some nonsense like that it's the wrist straps that i was referring to the the, the palm straps but there's only one on one hand there it's it's whatever that red thing dangling from her left hand oh that's her cape that's her cape that's her cape that's, yeah. her cape. that's part oh, of the cape. okay yeah I, you can't tell that from that picture yeah it's not a great angle it's it's really not and i i think that it's something that they're like, oh, let's go ahead and get this out here. Let's get people talking. And they succeeded because they had Can me I talking. To be honest, I really haven't liked any of the style choices that they've made whatsoever for this show. From season one on, I just, uh, just every style choice that they've made for this show does absolutely nothing for me. And this is just the absolute worst, in my opinion. Like, I, you know, I, I have to say that I, I agree with you. I think that most of the style choices on this show have been very questionable and their use of budget for that matter. Like there was some really bad, really bad uh, Martian Manhunter CG last year <laughs> because I think they spent the budget on some other episodes. They didn't really have to like I, I it seriously looked like something that a grade 10 student would turn into some arts class. It was terrible. And I, I think that this is another questionable choice, but so we'll see. Maybe it'll I, I turn think, out. I think, you know, Chris brings up the boots being kind of high. I don't know that that's necessarily an issue. There's nothing wrong with high boots. 
I think. I, I never said it was that... bad. I never said it was bad, Suncast. Let me make that very clear. I never said it was bad. I said they were thigh high, which was in line with her previous costume. I don't think they make sense in this costume. It's kind of, but it's kind of a callback to what it looked like before. That's what they're doing there. It's kind of a hybrid look of what it used to be before, also evolving it somewhat. It's the same kind of thing you see whenever they do costume redesigns and comics and stuff like that. But to be honest, I kind of disagree a little bit when you guys say that they've never really gotten some of the looks right. I honestly think the costume she's been wearing up until now, that's quintessential Supergirl. That's what her costume looked like for years in the comics. The exception is it's slightly darker in color than what you saw in the comics, but it's pretty much spot on with that. I'm fine with them evolving it. I just think it it looks weird right now, probably because we're not used to it, but I still stand by my thought of that's a lot of blue and you might need something to break that up a little bit. I don't know what. But. I should clarify. I, I never had a problem with her previous costume. I have a problem with a lot of the other costume visual choices they've made yeah. in there. Hers, Fair. hers, I agree with okay. you. It's, it's pretty, pretty much the comics. Uh, I, I do want to say though, I am looking forward though to this previous version, the skirt version becoming like the in thing now because it's going to be all like retro and then we get to see a version of Suncast cosplaying in it because you know Suncast is oh, all God, about no. he's like he's a hipster I was there before you know, change. I'd, I'd probably wear it better so <laughs> <laughs> Suncast you got legs for days damn right I do nice long hairy legs well, that's what the tights are for. <laughs> if you want to go and see this, you can uh, first search or head on over to guineageek.com because we'll make sure that there's a link to this in the show notes when we do post this episode. Or just head on over to our video side of things, which you can always find at guineageek.com as well because uh, we have been showing it this episode. And yeah, Chris, you're right. It is very New 52. Very New 52 Superman. I'm glad you said that. Sometimes I get things right. It takes a little while, but sometimes it happens. If I remember correct, he even wore a very similar belt, just a different color, I think. So didn't he? Didn't he have like a red think, belt or something that was like V? I think v? the belt was red. I, I don't remember. I think I've it was a, a little statue upstairs I could look at. I'm pretty sure it V'd down like that as well. Yeah, you're right. All right, well, moving on to the next news point here. Suncast is going on a trip. We're so excited to hear about his outings that he's going to have in the next little while. What are you going to go see and, and participate in, Suncast? Well, me and about a half million other people are going to go do a raid on Area 51. Yes, that's right. We're going and raiding Area 51 looking for aliens. Yes, aliens. Aliens. <laughs> okay, so for so, the people who aren't familiar with this, why don't you explain why you're joking about you going, but you're not joking about this whole raiding Area 51 thing. So for those that don't really know, Area 51 is the, the infamous area where government installation where uh, UFOs and aliens are kept by the government, right? So on Facebook, uh, a Twitch user, some Twitch celebrity made a Facebook event saying, let's go raid uh, uh, Area 51. And that's basically all it said. It was like encouraging folks to Naruto run through the premises and let's see them aliens. That's basically all the event says. And about a half million or so people actually joined this event and said they were interested in actually going. Of course, this is all just a joke. At least we believe so it's a joke. Uh, given that it was by a, a Twitch celebrity, that's pretty much what we can surmise from it being the Twitch celebrity, the way it's written, everything. It just comes off as very jokey. 
Howard, regardless, the joke has gone viral and has prompted several memes now on the internet. Uh, a lot of people are posting pictures of themselves with like weird guns and alien guns saying, this is how I'm pulling up or this is how I'm getting away from Area 51. It's pretty hilarious. And one of my favorite ones is some text. It says the Area 51 guards are getting ready for the raid. The crowd is getting massacred just as all seems lost. You hear the sound of glass shattering. And it's a picture of Stone Cold Steve Austin coming down to the ring. That's right. Stone Cold Steve Austin, the Texas rattlesnake. He's going to save you. It's in line with the other ones you've seen where people are like, I know who's coming with me. And it's pictures of Chuck Norris and Keanu Reeves coming to Area 51. The memes are funny. They're starting to get old. And this meme's only been around for less than a week. So <laughs> don't, don't expect us to be talking about how fun this is next week. It's funny. But here's the thing you all need to keep in mind. If you should go and raid Area 51, you are going to get shot. Don't do it. Please, do not raid Area 51. It is an active military base. You're probably going to get shot. Yeah, there was a, um, an expert, an Area 51 expert on uh, one of the news outlets that was saying, yeah, uh, you have absolutely no chance of actually raiding this place. Nonetheless, it would be fairly interesting to see if, you know, uh, let's say even 10,000 people showed up at Area 51, what would happen? You know, the thing, though, is if anything we have learned from sci-fi and things like that is that there's, even if there was aliens, the government by now has found a way that the, they will they will hide the aliens. They're going to have these these sort of image enhancer things that are or image projector or hologram things Enhance. that are going to, they're going to go ahead and mask the aliens. They're going to be things that are, are going to make the aliens look just like us. And the only Human way suits, their only way you're going to ever like know in black. that this person was an alien is if this technology broke down and accidentally started to reveal their actual, you know, green skin color or something like that. I, I feel like at that point you might start to realize that they were an alien. If, if the technology sort of broke, a little bit and uh, revealed problem. revealed that they were an alien. That would be the only problem that would... I'm getting some real scroll vibes out of what you're talking about. I, I'm not sure what you're talking about. I have no idea. And uh, <laughs> uh, for the audio listeners, you don't get that reference at all. But uh, just know that Suncast is an alien. <laughs> <laughs> wow, real subtle there, boss. <laughs> uh, seriously, though, I do. I do have to say that if anybody actually goes to try to participate in this, they are morons, complete, utter morons. Don't get yourself shot. And hey, there's better things you can go out there. It's called Storm Shine Mountains. So you can get the Stargate. That's what you really need to do. <laughs> That's next week. Next week. Next week on Internet Memes, we Storm Shine Mountain. Yeah. Well, moving on to the extra, extra section here. Let's talk briefly about something that came out of the world of space. That's right. We're going to move from one space story to another because obviously there is secret aliens. You're not SP. I know. I know. But there's secret aliens at Area 51 and there's secret aliens on the moon. And that's why we want to talk about how India boarded today a launch of the Chandrayaan 2 when a, quote, technical snag, end quote, was observed in the 640-ton, 14-story rocket launcher, said the Indian Space Research Organization. The countdown was stopped at T-56 minutes, 24 seconds, and the agency has said that they will announce a revised launch date soon, because they had to abort it due to this technical snag. 
As previously mentioned here on the show by none other than the wonderful Stargate Pioneer, the Shundrayon 2 was intended to land on the far side of the moon, and Shundrayon is the word for, quote, mooncraft, and it's going to have a soft landing on the lunar south pole and send a rover to explore water deposits confirmed by a previous Indian space mission. So I wanted to mention this on this because SP couldn't be here this week, and he has been keeping us informed of this as this has developed. Yeah, I was bringing uh, some parts for our new lunar park. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's delayed. My one question is, Suncast, why did you stop this moon launch? What is going on in the SNASA post on the moon that you don't want people to see right now because your holographic projectors are down? What are you building? This new theme park? Of course. I told you, it's a lunar park. We're going to finally open up the moon and make some damn money. You don't want people to see your triple loop-de-loop? Oh, don't worry. We got technology to hide everything else. All you're going to see is the lunar park. It'll be just like Futurama. Oh, I like this. Okay, I'm okay with this. You can delay this launch so long as I get your lunar park. I expect tickets in the mail within the next six months. Ah, they'll be comp. Don't worry about it. Sweet. I'm in. I do want to say that I believe that this is going to be a problem for Suncast because my understanding was the moon Portageon was full and this was delivering the new Portageon. And so now he's stuck with the full Portageon. So I'm sorry to hear about this, Suncast. I almost made a Christmas vacation reference there, but I knew you'd have to bleep me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, moving on to our last extra, extra news point here. Let's talk briefly about a new piece of EV technology. In the past, Chris Farrell has talked a little bit about some electric vehicles and some new stories related to electric vehicles. And there was one that I saw today that I thought, well, we got to talk about here. We have to talk about this. And it's the fact that there is a new VW bus that is coming out. If you missed this, there is a VW microbus concept that has been built uh, to celebrate 20 years of VW's presence and technology uh, in the Silicon Valley. And this VW bus is a showcase for tech and is essentially just there to show a EV microbus concept car. I thought it looked kind of cool. It's neat. I don't know exactly how big it is, but I will say that uh, if you haven't looked this up, you should definitely check it out because it looks like a classic VW bus, but a little bit more modern. It's got some nice orange on it, and it just looks a little more polished. And it's an EV. How exciting is that there? So, Elon, we know you're watching. When is the Tesla Model B coming now? (laughs) Tesla Model B. We know you're watching. Just let us know. We know you've got something up your sleeves. Well, you should ask him when you meet up with him, because I thought he was going to loan you a Tesla to review on the show. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to loan a Tesla to someone who lives in coal country, West Virginia. <laughs> well, maybe you'll make the change. Uh, but no, because weren't we ca- calling this uh, Gunna Gear? Isn't that what it was? Or was it something else? Gunnagear.com. I think I own the domain. I can't remember. <laughs> that one or the other one. One of them you don't. Or is God a gear? I can't remember. <laughs> well, if you are looking for Chris Farrell to review a Tesla, please email him or tweet him at the Chris Farrell on Twitter. Let him know you want him to review a Tesla. Make sure you tweet at Elon Musk and at Tesla also. Maybe we got a shot, guys. Maybe we got a shot. We don't have a shot. I'm sorry. 
All right, let's do our annual Prime Day thing. For those of you who haven't checked us out before this year, uh, we like to, for the last few years, talk a little bit about Amazon Prime Day when it happens. And we thought that we would do it right in the middle of Prime Day this year because Prime Day has drifted. Some years it's been Tuesdays. Some days it's been uh, starting midday on a Monday. It's been really all over the place. And this year they decided to make it an official two-day event spanning Monday, July 15th, and Mon and Tuesday, July 16th. And so with the concert. With the concert, that's right. It's true. They had a concert. Yeah. So we wanted to go ahead and at the end of day one, the day that we record this, Monday, July 15th, uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about some of the things that we saw. We're kind of anticipating the big deals will be today and not the second day because you kind of want to land a punch and hook people in to check out the second day. That's sort of our theory on this, which is why we're going to talk about it today. And what we're going to do is just talk about some things that we might have bought, some things that we thought about buying, and just some okay moments that, that we also <laughs> saw. Just a fun <laughs> little roundtable discussion that we do like to do. And I'll kick it off to Chris Farrell, because I know that he made a purchase that he has been eyeballing for a while. Let's talk about the things that we bought it's first. True. Chris, go ahead. It's true. I've only bought one thing, and it was something I'd been thinking about for a while, something that Amazon had teased up to $200 savings on. And I went, hmm, I might have to think about this. So I woke up this morning early because my dog woke me up, but we won't get into that. And as I brought him back inside, I pulled up my Amazon app and said, ooh, have the sales already started? And ooh, do they have the wireless router, well, mesh router kit that I've been looking for? And yes, if you're not familiar uh, Amazon bought a company called Eero, I want to say back in February, January, February timeframe. So Eero, who was one of the first and simplest mesh router companies out there, was purchased by Amazon and you can buy goods directly from Amazon, buy them, interfaces with Amazon voice services. And they did take their traditional kit, which is one Eero Pro router and two of what they call their beacons that plug into your AC adapters to stretch out, stretch out your network. They knocked 200 bucks off of it. So instead of being... $399, I picked it up for $199, which is pretty much equivalent with the top-of-the-line router that you would get, bar, let alone a mesh router, because mesh routing systems yeah. are fairly expensive. So for $199, I was willing to give it a try. I did try Google Wi-Fi probably a year and a half ago, and I was less than whelmed with it, for lack of a better term. So hopefully this works a little bit better. I do have the way my house is set up. I live in a townhouse. The basement, which is where I podcast from, is where the router is. So everything on the top level of the house, which is three levels tall, I sometimes have some signal dropouts and things like this, that, and I'm hoping that this will help cure those issues, especially since I don't remember if I talked about it on this show. I did officially cut the cable about two weeks ago. I no longer have Comcast television, so I'm doing everything through YouTube TV. So I need a re reliable and consistent Wi-Fi signal to my television upstairs so that there's not any buffering issues. So... Knock on wood, hopefully the Eero solution will be helpful. It is supposed to arrive Wednesday, and then I will set things up that day and probably report about it on a future episode of Gunna Geek. But that's all I've bought so far, guys. I've been really good. Normally, I'm, I'm looking for a few different things, and this is really all that's jumped out at me so far. Suncast, I know that you haven't made a purchase, but you're probably going to make one, correct? Yeah, I'm thinking of a few things out there. Um, as usual, Amazon has all their Fire TV and uh, Echo products on a deep discount. So one of the things I'm looking at is the uh, Fire TV 4K stick, which they currently have for $25, which is half off of their normal price, which is $50. So 
I've been looking at that because I have a first generation Fire TV, and I'd really like to get the new one with the new remote that has the uh, the power button and the volume buttons on it, which I think would be fantastic to have. I mean, I don't necessarily have a 4K TV, but the fact that it's a 4K stick with uh, the Amazon remote that I want, I think it's justified, especially at $25. Bravo, you are 100% right. Even though you're not going to use a 4K picture, you have a better processor in there, so you're future-proofing yourself. Yeah, exactly. So then if I were to ever get a 4K TV for for where Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to use the stick, it's, it's, it's my bedroom TV. I don't have a huge... 65 inch tv in my bedroom and that's just not something that i want in my bedroom but that would make sense yeah i own a 4k and a basic and definitely the 4k reacts faster it's just snappier like you see it even in apps like netflix and things like that you definitely definitely is worth going with the 4k for sure they had another bundle on there like i think you guys saw this one as well uh, earlier today they had a bundle with the uh, 4k tv stick and an echo dot which was like 22 dollars. $22. I'm like, dang nabbit, why did I miss this deal? Yeah, uh, I have to say that uh, that was a really good deal, and unfortunately, it's not in the Canadian version, and we'll, we'll, I'll explain that more in a minute, but Chris, you saw that, and you could have got it, though, right? No, I wouldn't, actually. I could have gotten it. I remember I saw it, and I, I thought to myself, I said, Chris, what are you going to do with another dot? And another Amazon Fire TV stick that you can't put YouTube TV on. And I went, I have enough devices already. This price is fantastic. The deal was great. But as my grandfather used to say, rest his soul, you'll go broke saving money that way. I didn't need it, so I passed it. You can't put YouTube TV on Fire Sticks? Fire Stick does not have YouTube TV yet. It just got the YouTube app back again. Because remember, Amazon and Google had their little spat going. Mm-hmm. They just got YouTube back last week, and YouTube TV is supposed to be sometime this year. I thought that it yeah. came out at the same time. I had no idea. That's interesting. Good to know. Nope. Um, I have to say that uh, I also am in Canada, and so that means that I see different deals, and that's why I went to Suncast first. Because yes, Amazon.ca is a whole other thing. That's right. If you didn't know that Amazon.com and Amazon.ca are different, and they have different Prime Days every single year. I agree oh with what Suncast said, that there is some amazing, amazing deals on the um, Amazon products if you're looking for them. That includes things like Ring. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But I was up when this all kicked off at midnight my time. I was right. It kicked off at 12 a.m. Pacific time. And I'm, I was bad. I made a purchase right away. <laughs> I saw the uh, the Echo Show 5 come on sale uh, immediately. And I went on this because it actually went on sale along with a bunch of other Amazon products yesterday on Amazon.com. And when I saw it wasn't on .ca, I was a little bit sad because I actually have a bit of a use for the display. For those of you who are not familiar, if the Echo Show 5 is an Echo with a 5-inch display in it. That's a, a fairly small display. However, uh, it is something that I'm going to have a use for it in my den. So I didn't end up buying that because it's the cheapest that it's been and it's a fairly new product. Uh, The only other couple purchases that I made was one leading up to it, which is also on Amazon right now. And it is a Echo Dot third gen. That's the Echo Dot with the better speaker. I wanted that for this room because the speaker is that much better that it actually... uh, is something that I'll be able to use it more right now for me to play music through the Echo Dot, the second gen. 
I have to have it hooked up to a speaker. Otherwise, it sounds terrible. So I actually bought the third gen leading up, but it's the same price. It was part of the official launch. So I bought the third gen uh, dot. And I bought a life straw. Uh, if you're not familiar with a life straw, a life straw is uh, basically a, a, a straw that is heavily filtered and allows you to drink out of like puddles and things like that. And it's pretty cool, cool because he's kind of understanding this. You basically just take the straw out of this wrapper, mm -hmm. stick it straight into that nasty, disgusting, whatever water source Ooh. you want to drink. And you literally just drink it and it filters that whole yeah. body, nasty little water. The company, you don't have to do anything. No, the company that makes this actually, uh, if I remember correctly, a big portion of it is actually sending them and, you know, campaign to send them to foreign countries and whatnot because mm -hmm. they're cool. they, they work that well. I bought one last year on Prime Day. I'm pretty sure I put it in my earthquake kit, but that was my reason behind this as well was just to slowly accumulate them and have one in my car in each car one in the earthquake kit you know just a couple everywhere because living on the west coast you should have earthquake kits it's actually they always say there's going to be the big one and so peace of mind you know if i buy one here or one buy one there when they're on sale it could you know there it's 12 bucks canadian each 14 bucks after taxes then i have them everywhere in case something happens somewhere and i need it and it's just that you know 14 bucks peace of mind i'll find the 14 bucks Right. That's fair. Yeah, and and I did buy something else, but I'm not going to say what it is because it was a gift for my wife, Aww. and she does sometimes check out the show. So <laughs> it was a really good deal, though, and it was half price, and it was lower than something that I've ever seen before, and I'm not going to say what it was, but I will say that... Was it, was it an instant pot? <laughs> she already has one of those, which she has not used. But, oh, shoot. I said she doesn't listen. She listens. To she does. But no. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, seriously. Uh, yeah, it... I just wanted to highlight that product, even though I'm not saying what it is, because it's a highlight of how there was some good deals to be found. While I'm talking Canadian products, before we shift back to the US, let me just talk about some other highlights that I saw of things that I considered but didn't buy. One of which was the August Smart Lock Pro and Connect. It was $172 Canadian on sale, um, but you also got an extra 30% off. So it was quite the deal, but I just... I don't really have a reason for a smart lock. So I, I just decided that I didn't need that. Uh, I almost bought the Scream Deck again that Chris Farrell's been tweeting me about for weeks now. Stream Deck is that. I don't know what you're talking about. I would <laughs> never, never get a device that Steven wants and flash it on screen or anything like that about how I do my productivity <laughs> so with it, one of these. I, I mean, it's basically it's a digital. Uh, a digital button presser that allows it to hook into a bunch of different things and you can program the buttons to have different images and things like that but uh, it was on for 149 Canadian and I said Steven your system works now fine the way it is you, you just spent money on other things you should probably just not spend money on that and also I was like it was on for 129 last year. So, you know, you're always going to think to yourself, you're going to see that. Are you going to see it again, Steven? Are you going to see it again? So I passed. Uh, and uh, But they got bought by Razor now, so they're not going to go that cheap again. Oh, that's true. They did. <laughs> see, you still got a chance. Go buy it right now. Bring me out. <laughs> Another thing. I, this sounds very familiar to last year, by the way. Because <laughs> we did this last year and you wouldn't buy it. No. Another <laughs> yeah. thing that uh, I did think about buying that there still could happen by the end of the day. It was for $34. They did have a Leviton Smart Outlet. I'm not talking about a plug, the plug that goes into the outlet. I'm talking about replacing the actual receptacle. And 
I'm going to regret not buying this because there have been twice in the last year that I've gone, if you only had a smart receptacle, Steven, you could use this right now. And I don't remember what the use is. So I haven't bought it because I'm like, again, 35 bucks, <laughs> maybe the plug will work fine. So I'll probably regret that. And then lastly, um, there was a couple uh, battery backups on sale uh, by CyberPower. In the past, CyberPower has traditionally had some good sales on Prime Day. I'm really hoping day two has more because as it stands, the only size one that I was looking at was not a uh, pure sine wave. And I really want to keep pure sine wave stuff. I own one simulated sine wave and it does cause problems with certain technology. It just certain technology won't take the simulated mm -hmm. sign. And so I, after having that one, I shoved that on my, uh, my cable box backbone. It basically, there's a, a device in my garage that, that um, powers the rest of the terminals. And I've got it on that. And I'm, I'm not going to use anything but pure sine wave because I've just seen other things not act proper on it. So I thought, okay, well, I'll just hold off on that. But it was a good deal. And so those were kind of my products I was looking at going, maybe you should get them, but then talked myself out of it. What were you looking at there, Chris? So there were a few things I was looking at is I have one of the Gen 1 Echo shows in my kitchen, and I can't remember if I talked about it on this show or not, but it's got some wicked bad screen burn in, and it becomes bad enough that if you watch some video content on there, you can't help but notice it. Amazon said I'm outside my warranty, so there's not much they can do for me. They did say, however, I could trade it in for full credit because the screen still works. It just has screen burn in. But what do you know? So I was considering an Echo Show, the five inch version to put in my kitchen. And lo and behold, today they shocked me. This thing came out like, what, a month ago? And it's already down to $49.99 as part of the special today. Or you could pay an extra five bucks and get a, a smart plug. But I paused and went, you know, how often do I actually use that screen in the kitchen for anything other than listening to the news in the morning, looking at the weather and a few other things? It works fine for what it is. A little bit of screen burn in whatever I, I can live with it. I don't need to go and spend another 50 bucks basically to replace it. So I kind of talked myself out of it. I have a point I want to piggyback on with that because I forgot to mention that I said that I did buy the Echo Show 5. Um, I actually had in my cart the one with the outlet, which up in Canada because the exchange was 10 bucks extra to get the outlet. I actually decided against it because of the whole do I need it thing. I have some spare ones here and I don't want an outlet tied only to Amazon. Right. Like I, exactly a smart idea. So I've seen other generic ones come on. I own a few of them sitting here in a box that are were 10 bucks a piece that are compatible with both Google and Amazon. So I thought, no, save that 10 bucks. Buy one when you see one on sale somewhere else. So, yep. you know, I, I also uh, made a bit of a choice surrounding that package. Smart move. Uh, another thing I was looking at is they said there was going to be some bundle deals on the Nintendo Switch. We need to get a second one here because my wife and I both want to play Pokemon when it comes out. <laughs> I own one Switch and I don't want to have to wait three months before I get to have my Switch back to play again. So I already told her she's getting a Nintendo Switch for Christmas whenever I can get a good deal. The Amazon deal wasn't that great. It was $300 for a Nintendo Switch and $30 of Nintendo eStore credit. And I went, I've seen better deals online. In fact, Walmart had a better deal, I think. But Nothing good enough to make me pull the trigger. Uh, there were a few other things I was looking at. One was there was a Ring Pro bundled with an Echo Dot for like a hundred and what was it, hundred and sixty bucks? Hundred? I can't remember what it was. It was a good price because of the discount on the Ring Pro. But I went, you know, I don't really need it because I don't need another 
out another monitoring system that requires me to purchase cloud storage service so that I can see more than just what's happening exactly in real time. And I already have an outdoor camera set up that pretty much covers my front door. So I talked myself out of it. But remember, Amazon owns Ring also, which is why you're seeing such deep discounts on Ring security cameras, Ring doorbells and things like that during Prime Day. Uh, three other things, and they're pretty quick, is you you can buy uh, digital subscriptions to premium channels through Amazon Prime, meaning you get like Showtime or CBS All Access or something like that. You view it through the Prime Video app and you are billed through Amazon once a month. So it makes it really easy to cancel. They're running a promo, I think, on like six or seven different channels right now that it's buy three months right now, get them for half off. So it's not a bad deal. Like Showtime is equivalent of like $3.99 a month. So I considered that. And then I almost considered CBS All Access because it was basically like two or three bucks a month for three months just to see some of the stuff that was on there. But then I talked myself out of it again because all that's on there that I'd care about is Star Trek Discovery. So I don't really need it. I was just curious to see how it worked. And if I'm going to buy CBS All Access at some point, it's going to be when the Jean-Luc Picard show is on there because I'm a sucker for Patrick Stewart stuff. So I talked myself out of that. And the final thing I was going to buy, it's just the price was too high when it went on prime sale, was a new cat tree for the fat cat because he needs some way to work out. And climbing the cat tree is about the only workout he gets. They had one that was about $114. And I said, you know, if that drops to about 75 bucks, I'd probably consider it. And they dropped it down to like 90 bucks, which is still a pretty good deal when you consider the fact that shipping is probably a nightmare on it, but not quite good enough for me to pull the trigger. So those were the things that I went... I kind of want this and then talk myself out of. Suncast, I know you talk about your Fire TV stick, but you had something else that you were thinking about as well, weren't you? I got a few things that I was thinking about and, and saw some stuff with some good deals. Um, there was also, like Chris was saying, the Ring Video doorbell stuff that's on sale. They had a bundle for just a doorbell and an Echo Dot for $70. I thought that was a pretty good deal. Um, you could also get a bundle of the Echo Dot and Philip Hue Bulb bundle for $32, which is normally $80. So that's a really good deal if you wanted to really start going with some smart home stuff. You get two bulbs and you got the Echo Dot. Um, they also had an Anchor PowerCore 13,000 milliamp portable charger. Uh, I actually have this one right here, uh, which I bought last month for $38, but you can buy it right now for, or at least when this deal came out, it was for, I believe, $25. Which, by the way, question for you. How long does that really last you on the moon? Does it, does it still last as long? or as, as, long, as long as it's in the same temperature as I am. Okay, perfect. Cool. Double check that. Um, they had a Western Digital 10 terabyte external hard drive for $160, which was $140 off of its normal price of $300. So that was a really cool deal that I could, I could absolutely use that. I just don't want to spend $160 <laughs> on it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm cheap, but 10 terabytes for $160 for an external drive. That's a really good deal right there. Um, yeah, and then I was also concerning a, um, a Bluetooth FM transmitter kit for my car because I have an older car that doesn't have Bluetooth or even an aux cable in it. So the only way I could even hook my phone up to my car would be to have some sort of Bluetooth FM kit thing. Uh, one of the ones that I did look at was on Prime, and unfortunately, it was a really weird one. It was a Bluetooth FM transmitter for car with, get this, a USB portable car humidifier. Only $15. $3 <laughs> off its normal price. 
who needs a who needs a portable humidifier for the car? That's pretty impressive. Why? <laughs> Oh, uh, those are the type of deals that you like to see on Prime Day, though. Really, those are those are what you like to see. Oh, jeez, that's fantastic. <laughs> you know, like, no, you should you should go look this up. The, this FM transmitter car with the USB portable card humidifier, and just look at the picture. It's like, why? I would have never have thought of a car human a humidifier for a car. Do you remember the first year, though, of Prime Day? Like, the majority of the stuff was things like that. You know, like, there was so much of those random items that were on there. There still are. <laughs> there's still so many random items. I mean, there's still good stuff out there. Um, So, like, they had 57% off a uh, six-quart, nine-in-one instant pot. Um, They had a Luna 2 silicone facial cleanser, which was 47% off. Uh, cust- build your own leggings for 61% off. I didn't even know you could build your own leggings. Can we put your face on them? I don't know. It just says build your own. So does it mean like I'm sewing them? That's ridiculous. Why do I want to do There's that? There's something called cup coats, which are 30% off. I mean, could, could you make cute, leggings but... that were thigh high boots? Because that's what I'd like <laughs> to see you make. <laughs> <laughs> okay so while we're talking since it seems like we've ventured into some wtf moments let's talk about some other things that, that we all saw uh number one i want to go ahead and highlight right now uh related but not amazon thing that made me laugh was i decided uh to hop over to best buy today and on the canadian best buy website i saw this thing that said 48 hour sale the time to save is now with two days of incredible deals limited time offers and no membership fees plus if you find a lower price we'll beat it so uh obviously they're trying to get on on the whole prime day thing because the timing is exactly there uh the other thing everyone's <laughs> trying to counter program that target and best buy and walmart have all been doing mm-hmm. their own specials right yeah. now the other thing that I, it was a little bit of an LOL moment to me was, um, well, there's two. Number one was that uh, there is, I've been looking for a RoboVac for the house, okay? So I, I want a RoboVac because I have a dog now and unfortunately she sheds a ton and my wife and I working, I want to just be able to just, I don't know, like on the way out the door, push go and let it, let it do some of it so it's not so bad, right? You know, that sort of thing or, you know, whatever, just when I go to edit a podcast or whatever, just kind of collect some of it because it it is getting everywhere. And if you don't have a, if you never had a puppy that sheds, you have no idea how much puppy fur gets everywhere because they are so hyper. It's everywhere. So uh, I bought one a few weeks ago and was thinking about sending it back because it's it has some issues. It's supposed to detect stairs. It went down the stairs once, you know, some other things. And I bought it uh, for one fifty four, and it was bouncing for a couple weeks between one fifty and uh, one sixty. And then I saw it some other retail, and this was on Amazon. And then through some other retailers, I saw it also in like the one eighty sort of range. Well, today I saw that it was on sale. For two seventy four with twenty percent off, leaving it at two hundred and twenty dollars. So their prime deal was two hundred and twenty dollars. When for a couple of weeks it was bouncing between one fifty and one sixty. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, that is odd. But I will say it might have made me change my mind, and I might I might just keep it in case you know it. I did get a really good deal on it. 
And then the last thing that I want to sort of laugh a little bit at is that they had a bunch on Amazon.ca. They had a bunch of really good deals on a bunch of TV box sets, like $27 for all of Futurama, $35 for all of MASH. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy a couple of these. Is that how you're paying me? Sorry? Is that how you're paying me with the Futurama box set? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And then I looked and I'm like, oh, these are all DVDs. And I looked and so many of these box sets were just DVDs, not even upscaled. Blu-rays. Yeah. So I, I, I passed nonetheless. There was a couple of Blu-rays in there. Like, you know, there was 55 bucks for all of Breaking Bad on Blu-ray, but it was just stuff like I couldn't believe how many of these box sets they were pushing at DVD. I, I was shocked how much DVDs they were pushing. And like front page, just like, look at these box sets. And then you go and they would only be the DVDs on sale. You know, the real good way to do uh, by media is to actually just go into those uh, replay places mm. to see what they have because you can find so many Blu-rays so many that's a good point uh, did you see anything notable or laugh worthy I should say there Chris Farrell that you wanted to highlight so when it I was shocked like you were that there's so many DVD box sets that are on sale like last year there were a bunch of like 4k Blu-rays and stuff and I bought I think four or five different 4k Blu-rays here it was like Aquaman and a couple other things. And I went, I, I don't care about these. And these discounts really aren't that deep on it. So nothing too crazy there. I thought it's been kind of underwhelming and it surprised me overall. But especially when it comes to like video games and movies, there has not been much great when it comes to the sales. And to be honest, outside of the Amazon branded products, most of the sales haven't been great. I've just kind of been like, meh, I don't care so much. There were a few things that made me scratch my head a little bit. There was on sale this morning an iTunes uh, $50 gift card you could buy for $40. That's one of their deals. And I went, and I went, huh, I guess they are playing nice with Apple again. And continuing along with that thread of playing nice with Apple, they actually have some pretty solid discounts on iPads and Apple watches right now for Amazon Prime Day. I'm not in the market for either of them, but if you were, some of the last gen Apple iPads are like 40% off or so. So pretty solid deals. And the thing that really made me scratch my head is, before we started this show, I went over on my on my PC. I've been looking on the mobile app all day at the uh, Prime Sale page or whatever. And at the top of the page, I missed it until now, but there is a Prime Day live show that is live streaming all the time where they're talking about different products that are on sale for Prime Day. It's like straight up QVC and Home Shopping Network style stuff where they're talking about things on sale for Prime Day. And I really just kind of went, what, what, what am I looking at? This is crazy. Is is it that, so per- that is it the same person, John? Is it the same person doing it this year? Suncast, do you know? I have no idea. <laughs> All right, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave that a little vague. And, <laughs> and uh, right, anyways, uh, one of the other things that I wanted to highlight right now um, when I looked here was that they were pushing heavily again uh, some Samsung uh, micro SD cards, and I considered buying them. And then I looked at the reviews and on the product list that was supposedly sold by Amazon, lots of reviews were saying that they were fakes. Now, I don't know if that was third party sellers on there as well. And people were buying from them instead or because you know how sometimes on Amazon it'll show available by other sellers. I don't know. But the reviews were showing uh, lots of lots of fakes being on there so i just backed off on that because i couldn't take the risk that some amazon got swindled because that has happened before Uh, you've heard stories about that before 
Uh, last thing that I want to mention here before we sort of close up here is that I was really impressed. I know we kind of all talked about the Amazon exclusive products being deep discounted, but I was really impressed with the variety of bundles available with third gen Echo Dots because there are a lot of people who are looking to get third gen Echo Dots and looking to get other products. And they did a lot. Like there was a third gen Echo um, Dot bundled with the Ring, the Ring 2, the Ring Pro. Uh, Lutron, Light Set, uh, Philips Hue, Singled Bulbs. Uh, there was a whole bunch of different packages on Amazon.ca uh, bundling with the third gen Echo Dot. And I thought that, that was really smart of them to do because then maybe you get some more of those products out there. Uh, the other thing that I want to say is that uh, I think that there was definitely some good deals to be had with SSD storage as well. There was, for example, a $279 Canadian, a two terabyte SSD or a one terabyte for 119 Canadian, which again, Canadian dollar is weaker than the US. So do some math on that. So lots of lots of things were available, but there are a lot of things in between. I still am hoping to hopefully on day two see some more cyber power products. And I also suspect we might see a few intel deals tomorrow because i saw at least on amazon.ca a lot of amd stuff out there today and i'm wondering maybe we'll see some intel stuff tomorrow i don't know just a random theory random theory of mine any final that thoughts cool. that you guys have on any of this before we close up john you that, had one uh, more weird one right i i looked at it but it really wasn't that funny um that <laughs> gift no. card deal uh, that $50 gift card, iTunes gift card for $40 is probably the best deal that you will ever get for a $50 gift card. I Since I play Pokemon Go, I watch these deals all the time. 20% off is the highest I've ever seen. Sorry, how much is it? So It's 20% off. It's a $50 gift card for $40. Mm. So you're getting $10 off. I uh, they don't have it online, but I think our Costco sells that deal regularly in store. I think normally you only get about fifteen percent off the fifty dollar gift card one. Mm. Yeah, it's a solid solid deal. Yeah, well, you know, like why wait and hope that you can get it later if you're thinking about getting one? So you might as well get it now. Uh, Chris Farrell, anything that you want to go ahead and talk about here? I think I'm set for Prime Day stuff. I mean. I don't anticipate I'm going to find anything else. I'm happy I got my Euro routers and stuff like that to play with, but there's just been nothing else jumped out at me. So either I'm getting more self-control or I've bought too much stuff, so I don't need <laughs> to have self-control anymore. I'm not sure which it is. I still have. I a mean, couple. if you really wanted to, you you could buy that. Um, you can get a uh, gift card, an Amazon gift card, and get five dollars cash from it. Um, yeah. They're running a promo code for that. All you do is yeah, spend at least a twenty-five dollars for a gift card. And you get $5, which if you're going to shop at Amazon anyway, that's just free $5. That's true. Yeah, you just need to make sure you redeem the code before you add that gift card balance to your stuff. There's a, I can't remember the page I found it on, but there was a page on Amazon site. It's like click now to redeem. And then as soon as you refill a minimum of $25, they'll give you like $5 two or three days later. Yeah, the I think code they did is last uh, year GC too. Prime 19. There you go. Thank you, John. One last question for you guys. Did you notice that there was a lot of generic security cameras available? Because uh, on Amazon.ca, I saw a ton of Wi-Fi security cameras always showing up. A bunch of different hmm. brands, various prices. Some of them were like 120 down to 80. Some of them were down to 30. Like they were all, There was a lot that showed up on Amazon.ca this, this day today. 
I've seen a lot of robo vacuums. I've seen like three or four different brands of robo vacuums on sale. I almost bought one of them and then I looked at the reviews. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll go ahead and call it out right now and, and just say that I am, I am reading from reviews and it was the Ecovax DBOT M80 Pro. And looking at the reviews, there are a lot of reviewers who claim the unit broke fairly qu quick, relatively speaking, and that it was covered under warranty. But then the company went fairly silent when they found out that the person was in Canada. So I Ooh. passed on that. Now, again, yep, those are too. those are claims. Those are claims posted to that model on the Amazon.ca website. So I, I, it's not my my stuff. I'm just reading it out. But uh, yeah, that made me quickly close off of that link. <laughs> well, before we go, uh, let's take a moment here to plug and promote and do whatever we'd like to do here. Starting off with our guest, Suncast. Suncast, thanks for coming on here today. Greatly appreciate you coming on. Talking Prime again. I actually looked up last year's episode because of the fact that the whole stream deck thing, I, I was going to pull out the clip <laughs> and I couldn't bother. And you were on last year's too, Suncast. So this is two wow. years in a row. It's tradition. Two years in a row. It is. It's tradition now. And where can people find you if they want to go ahead and and find you? Uh, a couple of places you can check me out. Uh, I'm a producer for GFQ Network, where we have a whole bunch of uh, podcasts, such as wrestling podcasts, tech news. Check it out at gfqnetwork.com. And if you want, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Suncast. That's spelled S-U-N-K-A-S-T. Well, we do appreciate you coming on here and making this, I guess, an annual tradition. I got to, between now and next year, <laughs> get my PC working again so that we can have four. Have four so mm -hmm. we can make sure to invite you back next year. <laughs> and maybe you'll have a stream deck. Doubt it. Maybe. Doubt Pull it. the trigger, Steven. I'll, I'll refer back to 2018, Stephen, who made the same decision and then also regretted it about two weeks later. It'll be $10 more expensive next year. He's like, I'm just going to wait because maybe it'll go back down the next <laughs> last year's prices again. Just well, wait. I'll go ahead and video switch without a stream deck to Chris Farrell so that he can plug and promote and do whatever he'd like to do. It'd be much smoother if you had a stream deck. That's all I'm saying. Just much, much easier for you, Stephen. But hey, guys, if you want to see <laughs> for those on audio, he's switching <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> all right. So in all seriousness, though, uh, if you're watching this show live as we record it, you're probably over on Geeks.Live right now. Yes, that is an actual URL you can go to. We stream almost all of our live content on the Gunna Geek Network over at Geeks.Live. So if you're there right now, scroll down to the bottom of the page. You will see a calendar of future live events. Please feel free to drop in on any or all of their live events and tell them that the official GunnaGeek.com show sent you. And before I go, I'll just go ahead and say that uh, I've been getting a bit of the live stream bug lately and been uh, live streaming my editing sessions for this show and better podcasting because I did have some people asking how I edit these shows and and truthfully it's drunk edit. um but <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's that's the only way to edit exactly uh no so I've been doing that but uh I've been trying to diagnose some weird issues going on so please excuse me while I do that but if you want you can go ahead and follow me on Twitter or I do have a twitch it's twitch.tv slash Stephen John Drew but the thing is I'm really streaming it right now to try to diagnose some weird issues that those of you who have watched our live streams over the last few months have seen occasionally. So it's actually helping me uh, really power through and escalate the diagnosing options that I've had for, for trying to find this, this uh, bug or the series of bugs. So thanks to people check who have checked it out. But I do... Spoiler, it's user error. It could be user error. <laughs> I don't know. ID10T. 
I feel like I want to live stream a little more in a less produced fashion because it's like, it's almost liberating in a way when you do a couple of podcasts that you really enjoy editing, but then it's like, oh, this is my time where who the hell cares what happens? You know, there's, there's no Steven effort. Says the dirty so words what? then. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is you want to do the free for all? No, I don't want, well, I don't want, I don't want to do <laughs> podcasts that are ramble casts. I don't want to do that. However, I do want to find something else to stream. Do I, do I stream a game? Do I become a game streamer? Should I just do that occasionally? And then I have to start gaming. Do I just stream stream shaving my back? Like, I don't know. What do I stream? I should stream something. You just get a camera and point it at you and walk around all day. You, you save shaving your back for your Patreon. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so you go ahead and see me shave Suncast back at twitch.tv slash Steven <laughs> And if you want to pay Steven to shave his back, go to paystevendaily.com. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. I have I have a URL set up for this. It's patreon.com slash what the tech. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds just like Steven. <laughs> On that note, for episode number 295 of the official geek.com show, I'm Steven John Drew saying I got a new echo. I dot, I guess I should open it up. There we go. I opened it live on the show. Pretty boring for the audio listeners. It's opened. The more you weigh, the harder you are to kidnap. Stay safe and eat cake. I don't know how to follow that up, so uh, just eat all the cake you want, folks. Uh, yeah, bye. Wasn't that to do with the app that you talked about last week? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for checking out another episode of the official gunageek.com show. If you like the show, please give us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts or a thumbs up on YouTube. You can always join us for our live recording sessions, which stream Mondays at 8.45 p.m. Eastern at www.geeks.live. And remember, you can find our full back catalog at gunageek.com forward slash show. If you're itching for more geeky content, check out other shows on gunageeknetwork.com. Voice work was by Emily Prokop of the Story Behind podcast. That's it for this episode. We hope to see you back again next week. <laughs>